Welcome to the Work, Wealth, and Travel podcast. I'm your host, Nicole, and this podcast is your guide to start creating a lifestyle by design. From entrepreneurship, money and finance, taxes and residencies, and everything in between, this show highlights the nuances of a true global citizen lifestyle. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the Work, Wealth, and Travel podcast. This is my Monday solo episode, and I feel like these episodes are becoming topics that I love talking about. Taxes, residency 101. And before I dive into today's episode, a lot of this content I also create on my YouTube channel if you want to see it in video format. Currently, I record the podcast and I do the YouTube video separately because I find the format of a podcast is just so boring to watch on YouTube. And YouTube, we're used to being entertained and it's fun and there's things popping up. So it's a little bit more fun over on YouTube. And it's the same content, but it's not the exact same recording. I did just want to note that if you are interested in learning more about the topics of residencies, taxes for global citizens, for those of us who have left our home countries and don't plan on returning, quite honestly, then my YouTube is the place to go. If you're looking to gain residency citizenship in other countries, then let's chat. Today's episode, I'm going to dive into the basics of what an accidental American is. If you think that this is you, then feel free to email me or to reach out. The links are below, but I can help if this is something that you may have had gone through or if your children are potentially accidentally Americans. We're going to dive into what that actually means today and the implications of being an accidental American and also just the implications in general of being an American when you are also a global citizen and a digital nomad. Let's dive in by first answering what is an accidental American. If you are born in the U.S., then you are a U.S. citizen, straight up. That is just how it works. Even if your parents are not American, does not matter. If you were born in the U.S., you are a U.S. citizen. You have rights to get a passport there and you know, something else that goes along with the rights of being an American citizen, the rights to get a passport. Yes, the right to pay taxes. If you listen to my episode previously about the different types of taxation systems around the world, then you will know that the citizenship-based taxation is only applied in two countries. I actually think North Korea, not that I study or have any clients of anybody who is North Korean, but Eritrea and America and potentially North Korea, these two countries, potentially three, are the countries that will tax you based on your citizenship. The only way that you can get out of their tax system is if you choose to renounce your citizenship. In my perspective, as a global citizen digital nomad, I think that is so unfair. But hey, that's just my perspective. You don't have a choice to leave unless you decide to make the extremely difficult choice of renouncing your passport, giving that up completely. And of course, to do that, you need to have another passport from another country. And there are some that you can buy for a few hundred thousand dollars. But sometimes with these passports, you will need and oftentimes you will need a visa to enter back into the U.S. So if you want to see your family, your friends, you want to go back to the U.S., 
then you need to get a visa to go back to the place you were born if you decide to renounce. So of course, renouncing is a difficult is a difficult decision. I'm never saying just blindly renounce. That's not the answer. However, a lot of people who are born in the U.S. and maybe their parents were on holiday and their parents had them in the U.S. I don't know why that would be the situation because the healthcare would be extremely expensive. But if that were to ever happen or anything along those lines, you're born in the States, even if you don't live there for the rest of your life, you still need to pay, not necessarily pay depending on how much money you make, but you will always need to declare and potentially pay your taxes in America. And yes, there are double tax treaties. There are ways that you can potentially pay no or lower tax, or maybe that's not the case if you're a high income earner and you do have to pay tax in America. If there's no double tax agreement, it's it's such a mess. So if this is you anyways, feel free to reach out to me. I can help with that with my team of accountants and lawyers who are very well versed in the specifics of what to do if this is the case for you. It's also important to note that as a permanent resident, you can also be an accidental American. Even if your green card has expired, you have not renewed it, and you did not properly release yourself from that green card or cancel your green card, you can also be an accidental American. There are a few different ways that you can get into the American tax system accidentally. So why do most accidental Americans want to renounce their citizenship? This was very shocking to me when I first heard this, but it is so true and we're going to dive into why. They actually want to renounce because of all of the forms and the paperwork that you have to do as an American filing your taxes abroad. It can be about the cost of tax that you're going to be paying America and that depends on your income and how much you make. However, a lot of the time people will want to renounce their U.S. citizenship because of the cost and how much time it takes, how time intensive the forms are to fill out. Just to give you an idea, you can do it on your own. You likely won't know if you're doing it properly, but a lot of people opt to do this if they have a lower income because it is so costly to hire an accountant to do this for you and to fill out and ensure that you are completely compliant every single year. I have heard people say it costs them around a fourth of their income before taxes to hire an accountant to do all of the paperwork so that they can be compliant in the U.S. This is a fourth of one year, their annual income. And that's before tax. So it could look like a third of their income after tax, which to me is just wild. So not only are you potentially paying the American government, but the cost of accountants and the cost of the paperwork to ensure that you 100% are being compliant and everything is accurate when you submit this information to the IRS is staggering. And there are a few other important things to note as an accidental American. I'm not going to go into everything here because we could be going on for days into the details. And that's why I say if you are in this situation, then reach out to me. But you do have to file many other forms, a significant one being the FBAR. The FBAR means that if you hold more than $10,000 US in any bank account anywhere in the world, you must file forms and report that money back to the U.S. 10,000 U.S. dollars in any bank account 
America also has FATCA, which is the Foreign Account Tax Compliance Act, which has been implemented in many other countries around the world under a different name. But America are the ones that started this. And that essentially means that if you are a U.S. taxpayer, a U.S. citizen, and you're holding financial assets outside of the country, you need to report what those financial assets are. So let's say you go into a bank account anywhere else in the world where it's pretty straightforward for others to obtain bank accounts. There are some really great countries where it's pretty low cost or potentially even free and very easy and straightforward to open bank accounts. Now, for most countries, this will be completely fine. They will open a bank account for you, no questions asked. However, you will find sometimes, and if you are American, perhaps this has happened to you before, that they are greatly unwilling or they just straight up will not open a bank account for you. Because if they do that, then the bank has to comply with FATCA. Sometimes they don't want this responsibility because, again, there is so much filing, so much paperwork, so much happening behind the scenes that to them, unless you are a high net worth individual, and in that case, you would probably be in their private banking, then it just is not worth it for them to open an account for you so that they have to become compliant with the U.S. And all of their crazy laws and reporting that needs to be done for anybody who is a U.S. citizen and who holds a bank account at their bank. So the last piece of the puzzle that I want to dive into is the cost of actually renouncing your citizenship. So it used to be free to give up your citizenship. Around COVID times, they shut down, first of all, a lot of the places, not only in America, but around the world, where you could go to start the process of renouncing your citizenship. Renouncing your American citizenship is not a straightforward process. It's not just one meeting. You have to come back for various appointments. And there are a few different things that you're going to have to do in order to renounce. But not only did they close a lot of the centers where you could start the process of renouncing your citizenship in the COVID times, but they also increased the fee to be a very hefty fee, in my opinion, to renounce your citizenship. Of course, before you renounce, you have to make sure you're tax compliant, that everything is all good with the government. But then you will also have to pay multiple thousands of dollars to get rid of your citizenship. It's kind of like one last goodbye. You're not paying taxes anymore. So we're just going to take a few more thousand dollars from you, which is wild to me. These are the basics of what an accidental American is and some of the reporting requirements that Americans abroad need to know about. Of course, there are so, so many more. So like I said, if you are in this situation, reach out to me. My links are below. Send me an email and I would be more than happy to dive into what your case looks like and get you tax compliant with the hopes of potentially, whether it's now or in the future, if it is aligned with you, giving up your American citizenship for a life abroad where you don't have to worry about the hassle of declaring filing and potentially paying taxes every single year. Now, there are some details within this that I haven't mentioned. There's the FEIE. There are a few different tax credits that you can apply. However, if you're a high net worth individual, it will always be more difficult for you to not have to pay a report and declare your taxes in the U.S. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and a glimpse into what is an accidental American. And I truly do hope that you are not in the case of being an accidental American. 
But if you are, just know there are always options. You've just listened to the Work, Wealth, and Travel podcast. If anything from this episode resonated with you, I would appreciate if you share this podcast on your socials. And of course, be sure to tag me. And don't forget to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Thank you for joining me on this global citizen journey, and I'll see you in the next episode.